Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and I've got Victor Speck over on the other side here. What's up, yo? What's poppin'? Happy Wednesday to all of you guys. Uh, no Monday recording again. Busy, busy Monday. Honestly, I came back from work, guys, and I passed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had an offsite meeting, um, and uh, yeah, I just in the offsite we were we we had to do all this like workshop and all these things we needed to do on our on our in our workplace. Um, and I don't know if you guys have been a part of like workshops in the past or offsite meetings. It's like where like you know uh, either the director or the manager takes you guys out like completely off work grounds to to a different like outside in scenes right yeah yeah to yeah. like to like not outside scenes but just somewhere off grounds and you go to like a different like uh, setting and mm-hmm. then you guys just work on your uh, uh, future plans on what you want to do uh, for your teams like the fiscal year and stuff so what is it like team building. It's almost like team building. So there's some team building activities. On Friday, we went archery shooting. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, which is pretty cool. You shot an arrow. Yeah, I shot an arrow, man. Um, I hit one tar- I hit the bullseye once, and I didn't hit it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and lucky shot. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of lucky, but honestly, my shots were usually around the same area most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not very, like, all over the place. Right. So that was kind of the good thing. But, precision. Uh, yeah, precision. But I, I still... Just wasn't. I'm not. I'm still not at my best, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously I don't know how to shoot freaking arrows. But right. it was a lot of fun, man. I I think uh, I actually like doing that again. Maybe that would be a fun thing, like we and the family like go out and do. So yeah, I wouldn't mind shooting some fucking arrows. Damn, I used to watch Arrow back in the day, <laughs> Green Arrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was he was all about the archery. Yeah, you know, he showed us how to how to use those arrows for sure. <laughs> to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yes, um yes. but uh yeah, dude. So yeah, we did that. So <clears throat> yeah, part of team building and then the next uh, Monday we spent like time and we were like in an office. But I said it's offsite is not like in our normal workplace, a different workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just like just did all this like crazy shit. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of good work. It was a lot of good things we want to do for our team. So <clears throat> it was good to like sit sit outside. But the other part of that was it was draining, bro. Like you just saw Mano. Um, actually, Mano like came back. So Mano is my our neighbor's cat. Mm-hmm. Um, she just she hangs out with us all the time, and uh, she actually came <clears throat> over to the house that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she sensed my mood. Yeah, but then like uh, we were trying to like watch some stuff on TV, and then she just like lounged on my lap mm-hmm. and passed out. Yeah, and I fucking passed out with her. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, we were both like passed out. Gabby's just like looking at us like, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, we're, I was pretty beat. And then on Tuesday, we also had like because obviously when you take a whole day out of uh, the office, mm-hmm. you have all this like extra work that you have to do, um, and. Uh, yeah, I had all this extra shit that I had to do, all this extra work that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so I I had to, um, uh, what they call it, uh, you know, stay behind and get all the stuff cut off. So it was a pretty pretty busy day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today just as busy coaching. So it's just been busy, bro. Like yeah. it's it's been a wild, wild week. So yeah. I know we're trying to get these Mondays recording, but, you know, work. And I mean, at the end of the day, we got to get that paycheck in, right? You guys yeah. aren't listening to our show, so... <laughs> <laughs> until, until you guys start making this the the number one breadwinner for all of us, then maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be we'll stick to our Monday or our our, our tight deadlines. But mm-hmm. on, but apart from that, if you guys ain't doing that, 
uh we other we have other priorities so but love y'all love all the people who listen to this show love our people who are still hanging there this season mm-hmm. uh once again we always recommend please if you like what you hear share with your friends uh subscribe you know get notifications whatnot we Absolutely. do our best to try to like record as much as possible yeah not easy for our busy lifestyles but um yeah We'll, yeah. we'll keep we'll keep doing that for y'all. Absolutely, man. And then this, uh, on, on Sunday we had the the Black Cup match and the what was the semifinals? Yeah, the semifinals against brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, honestly, nobody gives a shit about that, man. No, we got so, to talk, we got no, to talk no, about no, it. No, no, no. Not on this podcast. Yeah. Let, let's let's bring the focus <laughs> back to actually what we want to talk about. We talk about want to talk about football, <laughs> Premier League football, not some bullshit ass. Calgary yeah, lame-ass amateur football. Look, you got you guys are going to the finals. I'm I'm excited to watch that on Sunday, uh, but I don't think our our our, our listeners really give a shit. To you'd be, be honest, you'd be surprised. A lot of our listeners are from Calgary. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they they are from Canada actually. A lot of our listeners are from Canada, but I can guarantee you. When I look at those view counts, I can guarantee you they don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Um, but no, no. Wish you all the best this coming Sunday. But as I said, you know, how, how are we going to talk to these guys when they don't know what the hell will happen? So let's, let's, let's see how, let's see the, ne- let's see the finals and then maybe we can give you guys a shout out. But I heard you guys have been doing pretty good. You guys have gotten from a couple of penalty shootouts and gotten your way all the way. So congrats on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, keep it up. Hopefully you guys can secure the cup on, um, Sunday. Get the title over the line. <laughs> yeah, secure the bag, man, because that's the main number one thing. Yeah. Anywho, let's bring it back. Barclays Premier League. Um, a couple of games happened this weekend. Yeah. Today we're going to be covering uh, the Tottenham game against Leicester. Uh, we're also going to be covering the uh, Arsenal. Uh, not really the game, because I didn't really watch the game. Yeah. But just in general, what Arsenal are doing and how impressive it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a couple of other you know, minor games. Fulham. Um, I think Fulham beats which team again? 3-2. And then there was another game that was a, a boring game. Southampton um, lost, I believe. But I, I just cannot remember for the life of me. It seems like so far away that that game has been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we also will cover Italian League because once again, guys, we keep telling y'all... Don't underestimate the Italian league. Please spend some time watching this league. If you have Fubo, please spend a couple of your Sundays watching it. Some beautiful games. Um, Napoli against AC Milan over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juventus against Monza. Um, and uh, the the other game uh, that was a big highlight for me was Roma um, uh, against uh, Atalanta. Um, that over this weekend, and I'm pretty sure either Atalanta or Udinese are on top of the league for the Italian league. But please, if you have football, we I rec- highly recommend you check it out. Like, there are some really freaking good games out there in the league that is happening. Even the French league too. Check the French league out. I don't watch. I didn't watch a lot of that this weekend. Uh, but there's a couple of games that we recorded. I'm gonna go back and just go check them out. So, PSG. um, you know, no, not PSG. PSG Lyon ended in a you know one nil, but no, not that game. There's some other games like French League actually has some like good decent teams that people actually don't. Uh, I mean, they're not that great, but the way they play football, like they they you know they try they 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 try to move, they try to pass, mm-hmm. they try to press uh, those things. They don't do it. They don't do pressing well like the Germans do, mm-hmm. but they they. they actually just 
try to like you know because also kind of a I, I feel they, like it's a incorporate everything I think. yeah yeah I feel like they're a lower tier of Premier League like mm-hmm. they have a mixed bag of players and most of their players are like from like the uh, French speaking um, African countries yeah uh, so it's 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 like I highly recommend to as well if you have football check a couple of those games out they're actually fun to watch but let's start it off uh, so Naldo Sonodo. <laughs> this guy, I think people started to call him 007 or 008 after uh, zero goals, zero assists, <laughs> and then eight games or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think it started getting getting, getting to him. Yeah. Um, but what a debut. Like, I mean, not not, not a debut, but what a... What uh, a substitution. What a substitution. Yeah. Like... He, and he did that in, in 15 minutes. Took him fifteen minutes to get. Why? Why do you? Why, why do you think it worked for him? Because he was hungry, right? Uh, usually, usually he he be he be starting off, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> usually he would start off, and uh, he's uh, he would be the, one of the starters, right? Mm-hmm. So having to be benched against the worst team in the in the league right now, which is clearly the worst team, yeah, right? Bad. Um, even though, you know, like maybe they are, may have been unlucky here and there, but bro, you know, like the league standings tell you who's, who's horrible. So yeah. right now, um, Leicester is that team and basically having him benched in that game where it was pretty much like he, he had to wake up, right? He had to wake up and he's a nice guy. Everybody, everybody, no, nobody ever faults that from him, but this game, he was ready. Mm. Like he was really ready. As soon as he came in, boom, right? You could already see you could already see the burst of energy when he came in. Not when he got the first goal, but like the burst of energy that took him to go for the prayer, so like to move into space. Like you, you're already seeing it slowly, and then he gets that opportunity, and brah, he takes the guy for a run, cuts it into his right, and smashes the top right corner. Phenomenal play. Um, if most of you guys don't know what the score was, it was six two to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're skipping all the <laughs> exciting stuff and going right into the boring stuff because yeah. as soon as Son came in and started smashing those goals, he basically killed off the game. Yeah, the game was done. Um, but yeah, you're right. He needed to be benched. Yeah. Um, I think Conte prior to the 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 game mentioned mm-hmm. that he wanted to rotate his line and mm-hmm. I was, and I and I laughed at that. I was yeah. like that you know Conte is usually a straight shooter mm-hmm. like he tells you how it is. Hey, I, he hasn't been performing. Yeah. I I need to, you know, do make it make a change. Mm-hmm. There's other players on the team. I need to give them a look. But I think Conte has a soft spot for Son in a in a way he said he also said to he's the type of guy I would want my daughter to marry yeah 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 no i i, I actually think it's just man management yeah yeah he the way he approached it was spot on he knows the type of player son is yeah. he knows, and he knows giving him maybe uh heavy tough love where he would go on on the press and say you know like uh you know he's not performing well would crush him Right. Absolutely. So he 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 knows the type of player that he's working with. So when when he now decided, oh, I'm just deciding to rotate the squad, but it also sent a message to Son, and Son was like, "Yo, 
like I'm on I'm on the bench against the worst team right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. That does not sound good, <laughs> so good, right? Yeah, but but I, I, honestly, it was a masterstroke because yeah. um, I I just want to commend Conte for that because this is a side that I really haven't seen of Conte, but actually I've seen it for Conte. Conte always seems to have like these couple of players that. He tends to have a soft spot for. He was not. Oh yeah, that was the number one Lukaku. Yeah. This guy lives and dreams of mm-hmm. Lukaku every day. Yeah. Um, and it seems like Son is also one of the others. The reason too, as well, because Son also has credit in his bank. Son basically gave him top four last season. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he he knows like you know the type of player that Son is, and what he needed to do in order to wake him up. Right. So doing that. Well done, you know? Well done. I will say this, you know, some players need the bench like some people need Jesus, you know? (laughs) Or some people people need the Bible, you know what I mean? Like, I say this on the group chat all the time. People are always laughing, but they end up liking the comment, right? Because it's, it's it's so true, right? Sometimes you don't need to keep playing these guys. Just take them out, take them out, let them understand, hey, I'm not, you're not doing good right now. And the reason why I'm doing this, I may dis- I may defend you in the press and do all of that good stuff. But here, I'm letting you know, like by doing this, because actions speak louder than words. You know what I mean? Actions speak louder than words. I can I can tell a player a hundred times in my team, hey, yeah, um, you know, I'm just rotating the squad. But I, if they see the squad and they're like, I'm not a, when I'm not starting, and if it's usually my starter, they will start to get worried. And that's the type of competition you want, right? Because you want you want them to wake up and you want them to fucking give you the performance that they need to give you on a daily basis every time. Mm. It's hard for consistency, absolutely. But top players find it. And they find it at crucial moments, mm-hmm. right? So this was one for Sun. Yeah, no, this was good. This was good for him. And I I really, really, really like the way it was done. Yeah. Um, it, it was a masterstroke. As I said, like the way Conte ran this was just like, hey, you know, I need to rotate. Nothing against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Allison has been knocking on the door. Yeah. Yada, yada, yeah. He scored those two goals in Champions League. Too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But at the same time, didn't they lose to Sporting yeah, in the Champions did, yeah. League too as well? So he, he, I think he's kind of just said, look, I think I, I need a different look here. Let yeah. me bench some, some players who are just... Not that they're not performing because actually when I watch Son throughout the season, I'm mm-hmm. like, he's going to get goals. Yeah. Like he, the I, think way, he, I think he cracked the post, right? He cracked the post a, a couple, couple of times. times. Yeah, he's going he's gonna yeah. to get he's gonna get goals. But at this moment not, in time, it is not the, the, the end product is not yielding results. Mm-hmm. So he's getting to the point where he's getting end product. So the quality in the final third is there, all of that. But he's not just getting the, the results. He's not scoring the goals. He's not getting the assists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you look at the grand scheme of things, Kulusevsky, Kulusevsky, man. This guy is my boy, man. Mm-hmm. He just absolutely has been producing. Yeah. He's maintained the numbers from last season. And he's gone he's from gone strength higher. to strength. Yeah, like, he's yeah, just... He he is Mr. Assist. Like he he would always get that. Sometimes I feel like he needs to be a little bit more selfish because mm-hmm. he has a wonder of a left foot. Yeah. Um but the But his decision making is very, very on point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very like I said, his final third uh uh end uh, product is yeah. like he yields results. And we always we always say like the best players, what makes the best players or I say is the decision making. The ability to make the decision when to know when to pass. 
an assist and when to take the shot and score your goal. Yeah. Right? Fo- yeah. Football football is basically the manipulation of time and space. That's mm-hmm. what it is, right? Literally. And, yeah. and all of that is to get you to the final third mm-hmm. and put it in the net or at least have a meaningful play that will allow somebody else to put it in the net. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of the... the increase the big, increase your percentages of scoring. Yeah, increase, increase your chances of scoring. But what, that's one of the big things I think that a guy like Kulusevsky has right now over mm-hmm. Son, and you can't you can't you can't fault Conte for making that decision. Yeah. So very great decision. Now I want us to you know phenomenal work for Son. Um, I I don't I don't want to I don't want us to, to ignore something that's a big thing. So Hurricane, um, Hurricane is good. Like I don't I don't know, I don't think we really need to chat about Hurricane. I think this is actually maybe if you want to just quick quick call out. This is another good thing that. Um, Conte has done well mm-hmm. to look at Harry Kane from a guy who looked like he was done down and out. He's finito. He's yeah. going. He's going away. He's checked out. Yeah. C- City needs him. Um, in fact, actually, I'm now thinking. I'm like, man, should you, Manchester United go and just pay the hundred million going for Harry Kane? See what happens, right? Yeah. Like, well, Bayern is coming for him. So that's an interesting concept. I, I don't. I've not seen that, but yeah. but at least like. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind uh, to see Harry Kane in United at this stage, but I, even even at that, but I, I still think there's there's still there's still uh, other options available and yeah. and whatnot. But that, that there needs to be a process there. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the on the other hand, uh, amazing job on on Conte. But yeah. while we're giving the plaudits to Conte, I, I want us to look at the other side of things for Brendan Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So Leicester. Took six two, these yeah. guys are dead on nailed right now mm-hmm. for relegation. Yeah, a, a team back in what 2014 that won the league twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They won the fucking league. Top top uh, top players went to top five, top six. Yes, right? you know they they were they were they were the the cream of the crop, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, from all of that, we're now falling. they're now yeah they they look like they're gonna get relegated. They don't seem to have an answer in place. Mm-hmm. Brendan Lo- Rogers looks lost, uh, bereft of ideas. He's 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 frustrated. He's absolutely frustrated. He said, I think he said something in the press where it's like we have to keep our players right. Absolutely, they keep losing the the main guys who are very vital to their system. Who were the who were the main guys that they lost this time though? With a loss for Fana, right? And then I think I don't. They but lost, for Fana, uh, last season was mostly injured. Yeah, last season he was mostly injured. So yeah. I don't, I don't get. And that. they and they missed him. They missed him a lot. But still, pre- but still, the they, previous season, but he still, was, he it was didn't, with them. it didn't make them the worst of the worst. Yeah, no, it didn't. Right? Yeah. So, but I feel like, uh, you know, they, 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 the ambition is not that great. Like Felix brought this thing up. Uh, was the last week and he said ever since the owner in Leicester died, right? Um they haven't been the same. Right? Absolutely. But I said I said something because I was like his son took over. His son took over for the club, right? And they were still pumping money in. They were still bringing talent in. Their recruitment was still solid. So what what's going on now? Mm. Right? This is the question that Brendan Rodgers and Leicester needs to answer. Because soon, I feel like somebody's gonna get the sack. Well, so this is the thing that we that we bring up about somebody getting the sack. So last, 
uh, what you call it, a uh, uh, couple of days ago, I got um, a Twitter post uh, from somebody in one of our group chats. Mm-hmm. And apparently he said that Leicester cannot sack Brendan Rodgers because his the cost to sack him is too high. <laughs> and the amount, like, Leicester are not making enough money right now yeah. to be able to afford to sack him. And I was just like, there's no fucking way that, that Leicester all of a sudden cannot get rid of this guy mm-hmm. because they've overspent. I'm like, what money are they fucking spending? They've yeah. been getting rid of players. Kante, um, uh, Mares, mm-hmm. uh recently Fofana. They got some good cash for him. They, got, yeah. they sold Maguire for good cash, mm-hmm. right? So they've got Investigard, I think Ryan Bertrand, and uh, is Ryan Bertrand with them? I can't remember now. But they've gotten some players in their team that don't cost a lot of money. Yeah. How is it that it's going to cost them a lot of money? How? I don't know. There must be something else that's going on in the club that is making them lose money as somebody's mishandling some stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not with Leicester. I'm not a Leicester nah. fan, so I don't really dive into Leicester to find out what the hell is going on with the situation. I just, I just want, I just wonder how it's gone so bad. Like, you know, you have Brendan Rodgers, who's um, Brendan Rodgers always struck me as the kind of guy that if it goes bad, it goes really bad. Because when you watch like his Liverpool team, when mm-hmm. they were on it, man, they were exciting to watch. Yeah. They blew people out of the water. Mm-hmm. High press, high intensity. Nobody could like match match their level of uh, rigorousness on the pitch. Right. Then um, things got really sour, and I and they all accumulated to that final six like one defeat against Stoke or six nil mm-hmm. defeat against Stoke, and all of a sudden, like I mean not all of a sudden, but prior to that it was coming. Like you, people were like, "Wow, like this Liverpool team look out of pace, out of you know they're just not in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, something seems off about them. What is going on? Yada yada yada." And then you fast forward, um, he gets the sack, he goes to different, he kind of, he goes to different teams, I think, uh, what was it, he goes to Celtic and um, not cleans his name, but revitalizes his name, yeah. like he becomes the it manager again, he's mm-hmm. he's respected by everybody else, yeah. He, yeah, all these things. Won a lot of trophies there. You know, uh, yeah, won a lot of trophies, obviously Celtic is, Celtic and Rangers are the only two big teams in mm-hmm. in uh, Scotland. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back, comes to Leicester, and the first hits the ground running. So he continues what um, the the good things that uh, Claudio did uh, mm-hmm. for Leicester. Um, and, uh, you know, I know Club Puel was struggling with Leicester for a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, but he continues some of those good things that he brings back some of those good things that worked for Leicester then. You know, mm-hmm. makes them a hybrid counter-attacking counter, counter team with, mm-hmm. like, you know, good counter-pressing. All these things, he does them so well uh, for Leicester. Um, uh, utilizes Jamie Vardy to his maximum. Yeah. So, um, and all of, a, all of a sudden now, I mean, they win an FA Cup, which yeah. is pretty big. Mm-hmm. He's been linked to Manchester United. Yeah. Um, and then all of that, he's just, he seems like a fraud now. Like yeah, it, yeah. it just seems like... After the trophy, that was a wrap. Yeah, it seems like he had hit his nadir and then it's like, okay... We've gone into the the top of the top of the summit. Yeah. What next? Mm-hmm. And when what next means is either you get a lot of money mm-hmm. to get some great reinforcements, pick up all these good players from the different teams, yeah. and then really challenge for uh, top four, really challenge, uh, uh, you know, and get and win more FA Cups, more Carabao Cups. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like, you know, they. 
they tried to do what they needed to do. Yeah. They got up to uh they got up to they got up to um they they, they got close to top four mm-hmm. and that season where Ole Sard sneaked in before them. Like those crazy things that are happening, right? Like he it just has not gone well for him. Yeah. It just like it's like after the FA Cup they hit the summit and that was it. It hasn't gone well for mm-hmm. them. Um It could also be the decisions of the players that he's playing, it could also be that too. True, it could it could be that. I feel like I feel like Ian Nacho should play more. Not just really? not just saying that because I'm because he's Nigerian, but I feel like when Ian Nacho plays, Leicester have something different. Like and I feel like that's something that he needs to exploit more or experiment with more. But because, you know, Jamie Vardy is still there. He's still playing Vardy, right? Yeah. But Vardy is not producing right now, right? Vardy Vardy is not what he used to be anymore. Yeah. I think I honestly think if he's gonna play Ihanacho, he needs to play two forwards. Yeah. So and he has to be Ihanacho and Patsandaka. Yeah. Right? Those two in combination. Or you can or, even or play Vardy. Yeah. But you because, cannot just do both, one. Both of them work. Yeah. Like they both work. Yeah. So I don't know why he's not exploiting it because every time he plays both of them together, mm. he ain't actually scores. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like because yeah, they, they feed off each other well. Mm-hmm. I I will say that Ihanacho is not an out and out alone striker, but yeah. on his own, he needs it to to play. He needs a second striker to play yes, with him, or, him yeah. or or somebody who can like you know break through the lines behind, make those behind runs while he comes in late to support. Uh, uh, the forward line. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I, I, I think it's not as simple as that. Because even though you put them two, they consider six goals against Tottenham. Tottenham. And Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham is that team though. Tottenham is a good team, but Tottenham are not, uh, this season are not known for scoring six goals. Yeah, yeah. What Like, they they score two, they score one. They got beat by uh, uh, Sporting, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. you can get out Tottenham. Yeah, you can absolutely. But you do you do not give Son those chances. No, you don't. So that <laughs> so that tells me that I think he's he's trying to do something a bit different, mm-hmm. and it just isn't working. Um, Maybe he's risking too much defensive errors. And like like the game looked hot. It looked like they were both going for it. Like it one two, two punch. It was two two. Yeah, at some two point. two at some point. One two punch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Madison doing his thing, and Madison. By the way, we that guy needs an SOS. Somebody needs to get him out yeah, of there. He needs to leave, um, somebody needs. He, I think maybe Newcastle come in, get him. Newcastle gets him. These guys will really be punching up. Uh, I feel like Madison is a guy that can even go to Manchester United. I think he'll be good for United, but uh, the problem is, you know, the the club likes Bruno too much, and another thing too is Madison actually gets injured a lot, so. Mm-hmm. He's kind of injury prone. There's another guy. Oh yeah. So I wanted to speak about this like last, um, like uh, the the podcast. I think couple couple two two three weeks ago. Yeah. And I kind of got like tongue tied and I forgot who I was trying to speak about. It's Harvey Burns. I yeah, think I think man. Harvey in a in a in a top six club right now could do some real damage. Yeah, Harvey Barnes. I'm surprised you guys didn't go for Harvey Barnes to be honest. Yeah, uh, I was, I, would, I was, I, would, I was also looking at it. Yeah. I was like, 
yeah, man, he could give us something different. Yeah, you know, I, something really different. I would rather go for Harvey Barnes than uh, Anthony Anthony Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, um, in my opinion, I think Harvey Barnes really has shown himself. He is also not a sixty million pound player. Mm-hmm. At best, in my opinion, thirty but, million. But you know, as soon um, as we come, come oh yeah, him, they're gonna start asking like eighty, yeah, ninety. He means the world to us. Yeah. He's, He's our second son. Anyway, so <laughs> they, the, yeah, Harvey Barnes is another one. But, like, I just think uh, Brendan isn't utilizing his resources very well. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to, like, just go back to parking the bus. You guys are not that team. Yeah. You're not that team that can play on the front foot. You're not that team that counter presses on a, on a, on a high basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a team that is 50-50 a lot of the yeah. time. So you need you need play you need to have defensive solidity because yeah, when, because exactly because when you're attacking that ball is coming back mm-hmm. <laughs> it is coming back at you you guys don't have players that know how to like keep the ball for six hours and nobody can touch it or whatnot um, just recognize your strengths mm-hmm. and just go back to that counter attack counter attack counter and if they figured out your counter attack double down like freaking put in seven players behind the ball <laughs> and just only play three up front like seriously lock it in. because at this stage there's no such thing as like oh we need to play this way because now you need you're in a relegation phase exactly yeah. you're the Everton of last season yeah. so uh, even Everton doesn't seem to be have gotten out of the mire but uh, we'll see how things go Everton hasn't really um Actually, they they yeah, they played this they played this week. Who they played? They played West Ham. Yeah. Right. They played West Ham this week and they won one zero. And one thing I've noticed with Everton is the because I I actually get up to watch Everton's game. I know because you're Frank Lampard. I'm a, I'm a, a big rider. Whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I I I, just, I like what Lampard brings to the table. Yes, there's not that ba- he didn't have that balance in the defensive side, but now it seems like he does. Right. And the games that the games that that he's been played that's been played um across over the season, he's tied I think like three games, won one and lost one. I know because his 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 tactics are uh, Anthony Gordon and Inshallah. Like seriously, this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he plays him in striker, this plays him in wing. Like Anthony, like uh, that's why he's saying Anthony, Anthony Gordon is a hundred million. His boy, man. Uh, Anthony Gordon is a hundred million. He's his second son. Hey, if he does what what he can do with like the same thing he did with Mason Mount, and does the same thing with Anthony Gordon, I'm pretty sure Anthony no, Gordon will I, appreciate I, it. I I think I think it's fair. Look, in in teams like this, you need that guy. You need you need to have one guy that's like your outlet man. Yeah. It may suck that he's the one you're relying on. Yeah. Uh, these kind of players are the ones that progress the ball very aggressively. They yeah. move very well. Him and um, uh, him and Demara Dem- Gray. I think Demara Gray is very underrated. Yeah. I've seen like he used to be with Leicester. Funny enough, mm-hmm. um, and then they I think they shipped him off to like Germany or something, uh, either Bayer Leverkusen or some yeah. one of those teams. And, and he, he did good. He, he, I mean, I don't think he did too great. Yeah. The, the loan English players going to like Germany loan spell seems to have not really worked out very well. It's mm-hmm. either it's either they go there on a permanent basis, in the likes of Jadon Sancho, Jude Bellingham, yeah, uh, those type of players that end up like coming out better off mm-hmm. from that type of deal versus loan spells like yeah. Ademola Lukman, um, who struggled oh, man, big time. I'm so I'm I'm looking so you know. I'm looking forward. To seeing Ademola Lukman more in the Nigerian squad, uh, I'm yeah. definitely looking forward to. Yeah, that. yeah, we'll see how it does. But mm-hmm. like overall, I just think that when they go on loan, it doesn't quite work out the way it should. Yeah. But when they go out on permanent, uh, permanent yeah. it's like okay, it's we, night and day. We, yeah, we are willing to to sub to this culture. We're willing mm-hmm. to. 
perform in this uh, environment, we will do what's necessary. Right. So I think that um, I think that was uh, I think that was a missed opportunity on Demaray Gray's part. Mm-hmm. I don't think a guy like him should be squandering around uh, relegation situation with yeah. Everton. I think he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's great. I don't yeah. think he's phenomenal. Very standard uh, modern day winger mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Pacey, quick. Oh yeah, tricky. Has oh, yeah. good. Has a good shot. I um, think. I think his on he, him. honestly, his time will come. He just needs to play regularly again. Yeah, that's that's yes. all it is. He needs to play regularly because in Leicester, that's what he was getting. Right and then Leicester, and then he Dimar, started no, then Dimar, he started to Dimar, drop no no yeah he got it for a little bit but yeah. then Brendan I think Brendan criticized him on like how he was playing and yeah. all this uh, Brendan's just weird man Brendan like, didn't Brendan didn't like the Meyer that way that that well like obviously he appreciates like what he brings to the table but he just saw some other things that he didn't really like mm. and I don't know what the hell it is but. Um, Demarai now moved on and he went over to Everton, right? Mm-hmm. And even in Everton, man, he's like he's lightning. He's lightning. The only thing is just they need to maybe find the if they can find the system to make their wingers the more um the more of the focal point, maybe play. And I think that's what Frank is kind of like working towards because what I see with Neil Mope is Mope would drop deep mm-hmm. and literally the wingers would start okay. flying, yeah. right? Because I know Frank loves to play, you know, that, you know, that through, get like, running behind fucking defenders, right? You have the pace. You can do it. The ball just needs to get to you, right? And I think uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really help Demarai a yeah. lot. I think, I, think, I think he will flourish. Let the team, this team right now has just been assembled again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, again. yeah, but, but now it's been assembled with the right pieces. If you looked at it last season, who they had in the fucking team, you would have looked at it and been like, throw this, throw so, this team away. So what are the right pieces then on the team? They have Connor Cody now ah, in the in the defense. Come on, like, before before they had what's his name, the guy that was so error prone, and he was literally Ma- Michael Keane. He so was literally have costing they, everything. Have games. they gotten Have they gotten rid of Michael Keane? Is he like on the bench now? He's, yeah, like, he's on the work? bench. Okay. Yeah, Connor Cody is there. Yeah, and you can see now like there's more youth. In the in the squad, so from yeah. the left back to the right back to the fucking two defenders, I think they're they're solid in the midfield now. They have Iwobi, they got uh, what's his name? They got Idris Agana back, right? So he came back. Idris Agana. Yeah, and then and then um, there's one more person in the midfield. I'm forgetting, but whatever. So another person in the midfield, and then now you look at the squad and you're just like, this team is vibrant. Yeah. You know, it's now it's now all about where you can take it, right? The potential is massive with the squad. Yeah. Like, you know me, I'm the one who's, I always look at potential. I don't just look at the team that's like built, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I look at the potential of where this squad can go and it is massive. If he can start to like break, break those fucking levels quickly, it'll be better for them. You know what I mean? Because then they'll grow, they'll get confident, they'll understand, and they'll believe in something. Because honestly, man, I don't think Lampard is a shit manager. I just think he would... The project he got given got too big for him. I, I don't think Lampard... I'm going to st- stop you on this one. I don't think Lampard is a shit manager, yeah. but I don't think he's also good enough for um, a top 
top position. But I guess um, I, I guess only 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 time will tell, right? Because you, you can say only you can say only time will tell, but yes, time could tell. But right now, he's just not it. I think with Derby, he took Derby from sixth and left them at sixth. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't talk about this a lot. Everybody gives, everybody likes to give uh, Lampard all this credit. Like, oh, he did this crazy stuff for Derby. It's like, bro, like they didn't go anywhere. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. The yeah, same thing. They didn't get promoted. Nothing. Yeah. So he has. But they my, were very close. It doesn't one matter. More, but like, but this is. But this final. is. This is the same thing people argue for guys like Ole. Like the cult of Ole. Yeah. Is oh you know but but they came second. It's like so. So he came, he came first loser. Like, great, good job, bro. Like, it's either you win it or you don't. But when, another, when you another, another when thing. you go to a trophy, not another thing. When you go to a trophy, they don't put the fucking loser's name on there. Well, they yes. put the winner's name on there. Yes. Um, when you finish first, they put the guys who finished first on there. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Of course, yeah. Lampard is just not good enough for but, a top but, job. But obviously, there's like the processes to get. There's there. not the process. He's right? just not good enough for a top job. And this is the the same thing that I'm. I'm 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 worried about guys like Graham Potter now. Graham Potter like done done so well with Osterson, right? Yeah. Phenomenal work, right? Um, they're now getting investigated for like the the ex owner or whatever was getting investigated for money laundering and all this crazy <laughs> shit, right? Like, but it tells you like how much money they spent from getting them from the smaller tiers to the bigger tiers, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, after after they do that, after they do that with uh, with uh, Osterson, mm-hmm. next minute he's at Swansea. After mm-hmm. he's at Swansea, did, does he get them promoted? No. Mm-hmm. He gets, he goes to Brighton. Yeah. Brighton, they start to look like they're going to be a top four team. Does he win anything with Brighton? No. All of a sudden, he's now with, because they're, they're basing this stuff based on, on a manager getting to the highest position that the club has ever achieved. And they're calling it an accomplishment. Fine. It's an accomplishment. You know what I'll tell you it's an accomplishment? Wigan Athletic winning a trophy, FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. That was And absolutely guess, getting yeah. fucking pummeled and getting relegated. But they won that trophy. You can never take it away from them. Mm-hmm. Those fans are like, look, we were fucking shit. We are still shit. Yeah. We are horrible. But you know what? We, we fucking bit Manchester City in the FA Cup final. Mm-hmm. And we have something to brag about. What is the point of going to Premier League when all we're going to fucking do is sit our fucking fat asses there mm-hmm. and do fuck all <laughs> and get our asses blasted by Chelsea 8-0, yeah. get our asses blasted by Manchester United. You know, like, all this shit, right? What is the point? Mm-hmm. If you're not there to win, why why are you there? Mm-hmm. Those fans will never forget that moment. And this is my big thing. And people will think, like, okay, this is crazy. I used to think about this, man. Like, I used to, like, think to myself, I'm like, fuck, man. Every single time, we always say teams need to meet top four, top four, top four. I used to do that. Why the fuck do they need to win top four if they're not going to fucking do anything in the Champions League? Like, you're not going to do anything in the Champions League anyway. You have Arsenal who blabber about top four every bloody fucking time. Mm -hmm. Only for them to meet Bayern Munich and get their cheeks busted. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? So, this is my big thing, man. Like... I think a lot of people forget. A lot of people forget the point of what competition is. It is for you to not stave off relegation. It is for you to, to not something. fucking get top four. It is for you not to get your highest place you've ever finished in the Barclays Premier League. Mm-hmm. It is for you to win it. Yeah, it's either you win it or you fucking lose it. Mm-hmm. Simple and short. What the fucking Leicester do? They won. They won. 
And you know what? You can never take it away from them. Mm-hmm. They will cry when they get relegated, they but they will won, tell they you. They won FA too. They will, exactly. They won the <laughs> FA Cup. They will cry when they, when, when, they, when they reminisce about their glory days in mm-hmm. the Barclays Premier League. When they fucking won it against all odds. Yeah. But you know what? You can never fucking take it away from them. Yeah. Blackburn. You can never take away the Barclays Premier League away from them. Mm-hmm. That is the thing. And I think a lot of people get away from this shit because we now, as fans, all get so, like, overly obsessed with Champions League. This is UEFA! <laughs> and then you fast forward. Let me tell you what happens. Fast forward. Your motherfucking ass <laughs> is down in Europa in fucking the, the, the sixth game, sixth <laughs> round. Like, a uh, sixth match day, not sixth or round. No, or not even in Europa. No, not even in uh, fucking Europa, man. <laughs> what is the point? What is the point? Conte used to make a name for himself taking teams <laughs> all the way to the Champions League and, and getting out of there. <laughs> But the but the stuff he won, yeah. he we win leagues yeah. because fuck, I need to win the motherfucking league. Yeah. But he made a name for himself going into the Champions League and, go to Europa. and fucking going to Europa or getting knocked out completely. This motherfucker can never secure the bag in the Champions the League. Only, the only time he didn't go was when he took Chelsea to the quarterfinal. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then the other thing or too. The round of sixteen. The, the other thing too. There were two times Juventus recently went to the Champions League final. Yeah. They both lost, lost. twice. All under Maximiliano and Allegri. To some of the Real, nasty Allegri ball that we seen. Barcelona. in Barcelona. Some of the nasty Allegri ball we're seeing. Fuck. Nasty as... And this is one of them till today that we still fucking... He still plays Allegri ball now because he realized if I go to the cup final and I don't fucking park the goddamn bus, <laughs> I'm going to get my cheeks busted. Look... <laughs> Bottom line, bro. This is the thing. Like, I'm, I, that's why I say, like, but this fool could have won it if he played the attacking football. No, when he played against them, he tried to do that with Pogba, mm. and he got his cheeks busted, bro. I'm just saying, man. Look at the end of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. Fans will not remember the day you went to the Champions League and lost. Yeah. Fans will remember the day you won a fucking goddamn trophy for them. Yeah. And this is my thing. This is why I say. Graham Potter hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. How is it that, you know, he's getting all this recognition? He hasn't gotten there yet. Frank Lampard is the same shit. Everybody will get not hugging. Ole is another one. <laughs> Ole. And then people said to bring up Molda. Okay, you know what? He won with Molda. Okay, fine. Mm. He won with fucking Molda. I get it. I agree. Respect. So he, has a, he has a title in the bag. Yeah, respect. No biggie. Yeah. He has it with Molda. You know, it, uh, uh, a league that doesn't it's not even the top 10 leagues right <laughs> but he wants but he wants something yeah. he comes to United and then people start blabbering about he came second uh-huh. what fuck he got uh, Cardiff relegated <laughs> if he had won a trophy then we would have said that look why are you racing all the way to be the best ninth uh, team in the league yeah don't be racing for that shit mm-hmm. you, okay yes we were the best ninth team in the league but you know what the fuck we won we won a fucking FA Cup and won a Carabao Cup what mm-hmm. the fuck did you guys do yeah and this is the problem with football these days we 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 need we need we need to start we need to start holding managers accountable mm-hmm. for going into things and winning them there are so many opportunities for managers these days to win something. Yeah. Yes, Pep Guardiola is taking all the pots. He's winning everything because mm-hmm. that's Pep Guardiola. He has the best squad on the planet, best teams. He's fucking collecting all the trophies in the bag, mm-hmm. right? But there's still chances for you to really do your best and like fucking do and win something from them. Yeah. I saw the other day, like they were talking, uh, so, uh, uh, 
uh, when they were chatting, they were chatting and they said, Graham Potter swam Swansea City gave Pep Guardiola's side the toughest time in the FA Cup. I don't know if you remember that game. Swansea 2, uh, City 3. Oh, yeah. Very phenomenal game. Yeah, what, was, what was his name? Selena! So, yeah, so, yeah. Very, 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 very phenomenal game. I remember that. But Swansea were up to nothing. Yeah, Gundogan. Why didn't Why didn't Graham Potter fucking Put you know lock it down? Yeah, he wanted to play his expensive yeah. football. Play expensive football and get knocked out of the the, the mm-hmm. league. Then I love the FA Cup. Then yeah, try that Chelsea. See how it goes. Man, these motherfuckers need to go and talk to Mourinho when they're talking about. Finals, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but Mourinho, I, Mourinho's record, I think, is the best in finals, yeah, right? It's, it's one of the best, but yeah, dude, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just telling you this with all due respect. I know you love your Frank Lampard, but I'm telling you, he was never ready from day one, and he doesn't seem like that. Look, let him stabilize Everton because Everton needs stability, mm-hmm. let him get that done. Then the next step, let's see where it goes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so besides that, what other games happened this weekend? Yeah, so uh, the other game that uh, when to kind of quickly touch on, or not even touch on the game, I just want to highlight uh, Arsenal. So Arsenal three um, nil mm-hmm. against Brentford. People have been dick riding Ivan Tony so much, and I'm like, let me just see what this guy does when he plays against some decent sides. And what happens? He proves again that he's just not it. Look. Even Tony, I know a lot of people like even Tony. I don't mind him. I think he's actually pretty good. He's pretty decent. Um, but I just actually find it very, very odd. The kind of... Not hugging. Not hugging for this dude. <laughs> um, he's not bad. Look, I, I wouldn't mind him at United. Like, this let is, me, this is a, a term. I was, I, was, I was speaking about this not too long ago. And I said, even Tony and Chelsea would probably be way yeah, better. Yeah, I wouldn't mind him. I wouldn't yeah. mind him. But I don't think he's like... He doesn't have the stature of like the, the, the top forwards, the top strikers. Um, he's in England now, which mm-hmm. is good. He's gotten called up. I think that's going to be give him a good opportunity. But strikers of his level need experience. Yeah. This guy needs to go to like a Tottenham. He needs to go to, um, I don't know what else is close to Tottenham. Well, Leicester when they were good. Or maybe West Ham when they were really pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, Brantford is good too as well. Thomas Frank sets the system up around him perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's just not it. Uh, and 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 um, Arsenal, I think they have holes on that their defense that you can plug at. Yeah. How you're not scoring goals against Arsenal? Beyond me. Once again, I didn't watch it. I've seen some of the highlights. Yeah. Um, Arsenal. You know. Arsenal really dominated that game. Yeah, I think there you go. I woke up. I I I was watching it. I started watching it like first twenty minutes. I was like, oh, this game is gonna end bad. <laughs> and then after that. I passed out. I woke up. By the time I woke up, it was three zero. I Jeez. was like, "Yeah, let me just shut this up. There's no, there's no point in watching." This. Yeah, no. I, I just I, I was gonna watch. I was gonna watch them. I was instead, watch foc- I focused on on Dortmund instead. Yeah, I was gonna watch Arsenal, and uh, I just said, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not putting in the effort this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I don't really give a shit that much about them. Mm-hmm. They are probably gonna win this game, and they did win the game. Yeah. Um, I just didn't want to uh, invest the energy on on yeah. that team, but. I think in the grand scheme of things, I think we should talk about what this means because... Yeah, just smoking the small teams. Yeah, this is the thing I say, guys. 
to win the league, it's not about the top teams. Look, Arsenal can go to Manchester City tomorrow and lose that game, mm-hmm. and they just know that City have one loss or a tie in them. Yeah. As far as they take care of their other deals, their other games that they, they need to take care of, they'll be fine. Look, they're going to play against Tottenham. They're probably going to tie. Mm-hmm. They're going to play against uh, Liverpool. They may lose. City, they may lose. Mm-hmm. It does not fucking matter. Beat Brentford. Beat, there's so many shit teams. People love to say, "Oh man, I can't, I can't watch La Liga and I can't watch the Italian league." And I get it. Like mm-hmm. you don't, that doesn't speak to you, right? <laughs> we used like, to say that for you La Liga. Don't, yeah, like those. Uh, yeah, La Liga for me, it's not that bad. But like that doesn't speak to you. I get it. Mm-hmm. But there's still so many fucking bad teams in the Premier League, man. Like that, a lot of people just ignore because oh you know it's the greatest league in the world mm-hmm. right like yeah it is it's one it's one of my funnest league in the world i don't know if it's the greatest but um seriously there's some shite teams in the league and arsenal oh, in my opinion arteta is primed to take this team as far as he can go mm-hmm. i still gonna say because i just hate them so much and my personal bias mm-hmm. they ain't gonna finish top four <laughs> um you know they may finish. They may finish top four. They may win the league. God forbid. But like you know, um, they're not gonna finish. They're not gonna finish top four. So nah, they're not gonna win the league. Yeah. So so I don't. I don't think so. I, I just feel like this team is one or two injuries away from a rude awakening. Oh, they're gonna get smoked. If that happens, it's a wrap. Because if you've noticed, they don't have that much backup. No, yeah. they don't. What happened to um? Was that uh, Ukrainian defender again? Um, Zichenko, Zichenko got injured, and all of a sudden, they you started to be like, ah, that left side is not is looking creaky, mm-hmm. right? Even Kieran Tierney doesn't look himself anymore. He doesn't mm, look yeah. as sharp, right? Yeah, um, because he's not getting the consistency, right? Well, yeah, he's always injured. He's mm-hmm. always on the med- medical table, um, and then you now have the the midfield. Thomas Partey got injured, and all of a sudden, like they looked open bare. Mm-hmm. When we played against them, I was like. What's going on with that midfield? Oh yeah, Thomas Partey is not there. You know, so yeah, you you kind of like just see like one uh, Gabriel Jesus. If that guy gets injured, man, and he usually gets one big injury in midseason, yeah. you know that they're toast. And then he's going to the World Cup too. Oh yeah, he's going to work up. So he's gonna be injured. You know, if he gets that injury, you can you can call, call it a wrap. So they need yeah. they need squad depth. That's mm-hmm. what I think they're lacking. Mm-hmm. The moment they get two or three, four key pieces to back up uh, what is what is on their side, yeah, they will be, uh, you know, they'll be good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're playing their cards well. Arteta is doing well. He's doing what he needs uh, to do. He's doing what he needs to do. He's doing his job. Even so, in the game again, even in the big games, he's still like putting a, a, a performance. Yeah, yeah, not winning, but like putting a performance in there. Yeah, they are. Regardless, so. They are. But if the if if the Prem just decides, hey, the big teams decide, hey, we just need to beat the small teams, then those big those those, those big games will be will magnified. Be, yeah. Yes. The stakes will be higher. And mm-hmm. this is what I want. I fucking just want it, man. Like guys, just be I don't know why United fucking about with Brentford and mm-hmm. then now like imagine this game against City that's upcoming. United was still getting shit together. Yeah, yeah, still, still, but we, but I think Ten Hag fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he could, he could have been playing the same way he's playing right now yeah. and gotten the result against Brentford. Yeah. He used, he used his, those guys. Yeah, he, he fucked about. Anyway, yeah. imagine Manchester City against United. Mm-hmm. Okay, United have lost one game. City has tied two games, and we've won all the rest of the games. Just imagine that bloody roar mm-hmm. like the game next to this coming two weeks would have been like yo 
this is do or die, yeah. you know? Todd, Todd Bowley's dreams would have become a reality. <laughs> the all-star game? <laughs> <laughs> bringing it, bringing those, magnifying those freaking games yeah. that are vo- so the, crucial. The, the all-star game. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but yeah, this would have been, this would have been perfect. I just, I just think some of the, the top teams were messing about, but it's good to see Tottenham up there. Arsenal, I don't like seeing them out there, but I'm happy for the competition of the league. Mm-hmm. Literally, Pep has basically turned, I was, I was thinking about this the other weekend, Pep has turned the City. league and Arsenal into a farmers league. Yeah, he he, he really he, he's only lost it once mm-hmm. uh, uh, since since he's been winning it. Yeah, he, the first season he lost it. Second time he lost it to Liverpool. Yeah, first but, season he Conte beat his ass. Yeah, since since he's been since he's been winning it, he's mm-hmm. only lost it once. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, Pepe. this this fucking league is the farmers fucking league, bro. <laughs> Straight up, this we'll, is the farmers league. We'll find out. We, we just this need, is the we, farmers league, we and with Erling Haaland, <laughs> it is even more of a farmers fucking league. Mm. That motherfucker is scoring at every opportunity, every turn. Just let him breathe close to the football. It's a goal, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It is. It, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, but then, but next you guys play them, right? You guys play. We play guys exactly. Play next. We we play them next. Yeah. Um, man, a, some of the most intre- exciting games got cancelled this week, man. Like what? Chelsea was play Liverpool. Oh yeah, that was gonna be a fun game. But I, th- I have think to push it to next. I, year. I honestly think it would not have been as, as exciting as you guys think it is because. Liverpool are struggling, and you guys, want them to struggle. you guys are also kind of struggling. struggling yeah. um, and your guy hasn't gotten his feet uh, set yeah, completely yeah. yet. So I, 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 with this, this, he can like chill and yeah. like set up his squad. Look mm-hmm. at what they need to do. Look at their planning, um, and then get the training going for this for this group. Yeah, we had a, a behind the closed doors match against Brighton where we mm. won two one. See. And Connie Chukwemeka scored two goals. Oh wow! So, yeah. but yeah, so he has a time. He has a chance to like kind of set his group up and set his team up. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of a blessing, this guys. I honestly would take this because even United uh, announced that um, there was food poisoning after Sheriff uh, Tiraspol over oh, yeah. the over the yeah over the week over the the uh, Europa League mid midweek game. Mm-hmm. Uh, United came back with food poisoning. So. Wow. Um, so thank God those games got canceled because mm-hmm. we would have gone fucked going into those games. Yeah. Right. Um, One month off, I guess. Yeah, but uh, but honestly, going back to Holland, man, I I think, dude, I I remember last season or a couple of seasons ago where I said, if Holland comes, I'm gonna, gonna stop. Watching, I'm gonna man. stop watching, and I'm kind of I'm in my transition to kind of yeah. slow my watching because mm-hmm. I'm watching more Italian league now. Yeah. But fuck me, this boy is just like, this guy is going nuts, man. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely ripping this league up to shreds. He's too good. He's going by the, by the time he gets there, he's gonna score. He's gonna hold the record for for. Do you think he's gonna? Score. You think he's gonna break the record? Salah has it right now, right? Thirty thirty five. Is it, is it Salah? Fuck. Yeah. Salah has it, eh? Yeah, thir- Salah has it. Or thirty three. Thirty three or something. I think no. I think Suarez was thirty three. Salah hit thirty five. Mm. Right, so yeah, no, he's on pace. How many games and he's already at what 11, 12 goals or some shit? So, in all competitions, I think he has 14 goals mm. right now, and it's only set six, seven games. Yeah, no, he's so gonna that's, break it. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, but if he gets an injury, 
I, 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 he does have an injury. He does in have him. an injury. In he him does for have sure. it. But as you Maybe mentioned, a couple. you mentioned, yeah, he's not going to work up. That's true. Yeah, he's not going to the World so Cup. So everybody's well. coming back like gas. This bro is coming back smiling, <laughs> ready, ready to kill. <laughs> he's like, oh, him. okay, well, let's go. He's just such a stud, man. Like, I there was a video of him the other day, like he walking was, in Manchester. He was, oh, okay, yeah, oh yeah. man, like, and you just saw him, like. And the fans fucking, are like, come, come, come to the red side. Yeah, come to the red side. He's like, he's like, they love me. They here. Like, love me here. you know, you could just see like, just the audacity, the confidence. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. This boy is just strolling like mm-hmm. that. Like he should be in his vehicle. Like if that was Marcus Rashford, he'd be hiding, yeah. hiding in the shadows. Mm-hmm. You would never see that dude on the street. Yeah. But Haaland just walks casually. Mm-hmm. Like this is my home. Yeah. Fuck everybody! <laughs> I I I uh, I, own this place. I I I am impressed by him. I really yeah. like I really like him. I think United missed a big opportunity to sign him up. Not just United, Chelsea missed it too. Yeah, well, well, I'm I'm, I'm not teams, even talking about like in this in this batch. I, I'm talking before when they were like his release clause is 25 million. Mm-hmm. He's only asking for like a release clause of something. Um, just so that in case Real Madrid comes knocking, he can leave. Yeah, yeah. And then United said no. You know, it's either he comes in, we don't do release clauses. Okay, well. So, I heard there's like a, a, a clause on his contract right now with City that if he doesn't win the Champions League in two seasons, yeah, he goes to Real Madrid. For how much? For a very low price. Uh, nah, it's probably 75. I think it was 75 mil that they well, put. So, 70, 75 is low to Real Madrid. It's real, uh, yeah, it's low. <laughs> Real Madrid will pay. But it depends. It also could be easy. high depending on how much years left on his contract. Look, yeah. how long am I up? Well, you're saying two years. So it's yeah. still kind of enough. So if, time. If, if City does win the Champions League, then I think it gets, um, his uh, contract gets automatically, uh, what is it? Um, extended Re- extended okay yeah. no it's good 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 deal for City look mm-hmm. the kid is good man the only thing I can see stopping him is injuries uh, he's distinguished himself like Claire from Nunes right yeah. now Nunes fucked himself over by With getting that, that dumb record, record. Yeah. Uh, and also he just doesn't he does not strike me as a very he's a very clumsy uh, 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 football football player forget about striker yeah uh, very clumsy football player I might I made a very like uh, an interesting um, what do you call it uh, statement I think mm-hmm. it was today or yesterday okay and he said Nunes is going to be great and I was like what is this guy seeing? But I kind of see a little bit of like the essence in him, right? He's clumsy, but that could also be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen? They, they're definitely going to go ahead for it. But I think right now, Holland is definitely clear, right? But in time, with if Nunes gets consistency and he starts finding the back of the net... I think the book could be problems. Yeah. Another thing I was I was I was I also stated and I was like, this could have been the year where we saw some really crazy fucking strikers in the prep. You know what I mean? If Lukaku was still there, right? Um, Holland, Gabriel Jesus, Harry Kane, right? All these guys, like they're all there. Now, if Lukaku was there, you know, if Lukaku came back right now. Grand Potter will be like, yeah, we can switch that system around you. But... Absolutely. You know what I mean? But that's something Tuku was not willing to do. I understand it. You know, you're a coach. You got to make your decisions regardless. And, uh... But this could have been, like, the season you saw some really crazy striking fucking stats, bro. Yeah. 
it would have been it would it could it could have been the season. Mm-hmm. It could be next season too as well. The who knows? Uh, Victor Oziman looks like a player that could be on his way to the Premier League. If, yeah. From over here, if Manchester United actually do invest and pay the money for that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could it could be that um, somebody needs to save Dujan Vlahovic, bro. Uh, get no, no, him out no, of no, there. no. He needs to stay where he needs to stay. At. Juventus is is right for him. You think so? Uh, yeah, it's right. Juventus is his club. Like they gotta keep him there. Um, I don't think he's gonna be set for the prem. Um, anyway, but but I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I think um, uh, on Nunes, Alex, uh, uh, one of one of my boys, uh, made a comment about Nunes, and he said. Nunes reminds him of Chicharito. Mm-hmm. And Chicharito is like one of those guys that just scores like the most awkward goals, very yeah. clumsy player. Mm-hmm. But he just knows how to be a predator in the box. Mm-hmm. So I think that Nunes has a sense of that. But my only problem with Nunes is um, just in a team like Liverpool, yeah. uh, when they're good, you you are you you are just picking up the pieces. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> you're soaring. You're, yeah, you're, you're firing all cylinders. Mm-hmm. When they're bad... From what we've seen, they're yeah, fucking bad, bad dude. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he uh, he's helps them that much. I mm-hmm. actually think if there's anything, um, if I think if there's anything, uh, he needs um, uh, what you called it. Uh, Liverpool when they're struggling needs a guy like Jota versus a guy like Nunes. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. But I mean, I'm not club. I'm not the the coach. I don't know anything better than these guys do mm. um, this is just a random opinion this is not even based on any stats or anything I just think that Jota from when I see like watch him play mm-hmm. phenomenal he knows how to get in the box he knows how to do things outside the box and he is deadly yeah. on the ball in the in the penalty box and he's not like a uh, Swalom low and home striker he's a like I will put it in the net for you yeah. like I, you, you, you can count on me to mm-hmm. do it you know, he finishes the easy chances that he should finish. The tough chances, if he gets some great, he may finish them. He may not. He doesn't score outside, from outside the box. He doesn't do any of that stuff. But Jota is the predator that you need in the box. So who, um, start, who starts for Portugal right now? Uh, Portugal? In the, uh, in the in the striking position. Uh, Jota, they'll be stupid if they keep playing Ronaldo. Look, I'm going to just be honest. I, I, I The only reason why I call out Ronaldo on this thing is because... United don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. And our other options, in my opinion, are not as good as everybody thinks they are. Yeah. Look, Martial is very good at holding the ball. He allows the system to flow properly under Ten Hag. Mm-hmm. I really like Martial. But at the end of the day, if you're a striker and you're not scoring goals, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. You know. You're not a striker. You're not, you're not really. Then what are you? Right? So th- then maybe he needs a second striker to play with him. And United just don't have that uh, luxury. That luxury <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Anyway, but um, Jota, in my opinion, um, should should be taking that spot over Darwin Nunes. For yeah. now, until Nunes really, really needs, he needs to work. He needs the time mm-hmm. um, to, to really set into that uh, Liverpool system. system yeah. um, and I think he will be an absolute uh, monster. monster for them <laughs> once he gets it. But if not, as a footballer himself, technically, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. No, no, no. He's just another Lukaku region. Yeah. Uh, Lukaku on his own, speaking of him, Going to Graham Potter's team, I think Graham Potter can make him work. Mm-hmm. But I think Graham Potter needs to be committed to making him work. Yeah, he needs to be committed to like saying, okay, I need to sacrifice a couple of my team game mm-hmm. for this type of striker because I think he can get me goals. But I need to do that. Is Graham Potter gonna be capable of like saying, let me make those sacrifices? That's the question. That's the question. Only time will tell, right? Yeah. 
Anyway, um, let's move on. Wrap it up real, real, real quick. We'll just jump in some with some quick we're, items. We just, we just going real quick. So Aston Villa lost to Southampton. Yeah, Aston Villa lost Southampton. No, no, Aston Villa beat. I mean, sorry, Aston. Yeah, sorry, Southampton lost it. Yeah. So they now got a point. They have now have three points in the bag. I think now they got six points. Uh, Fulham bit nothing at Forest three yeah, two. Um, Newcastle tied with Bournemouth. Yeah, 1-1. I watched that game one one. And uh, yeah. That was it over the weekend. That, that nice. was that, that was it for the Prem side. Now we hop over to the Bundesliga. And the Bundesliga um, this time, uh Dortmund. Dortmund won in a very exciting game. It was actually very hog tied. Mm. Tight tight game. Against Schalke. And I think uh and Yusuf Yusuf Mukoko scored at the seventy eight minutes in that derby. The Riviera Derby. It was nice. One zero. Dortmund took that. Uh, Bayern lost. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Uh, Bayern, Bayern lost, lost to Augsburg. So, um, real quick, um, actually on Bayern, I actually, good thing you brought this up. So, Gravenberg. Um, Gravenberg came out today and started talking about how he's not getting minutes in Bayern Munich. And mm-hmm. I just fucking started laughing. Um, why are you crying about the minutes that you're not getting there? Dude, you're not good enough yet for, yeah. that, for that level. Mm-hmm. So, they're not playing your... You got playing your ass. Mm-hmm. I think Julian Nagelsmann probably should should take the risk because it he has nothing to lose right now. Yeah, they're they're not winning games. They've tied the last three games and they lost this one. There's actually the talk of him getting sacked. Yes, there's talk of him. Actually, <laughs> people saying <laughs> I saw somebody tweet that I don't want to go in Bayern Munich. I don't know what <laughs> I looks. Yeah, to Kelly Bayern and Bayern Munich. Imagine three five two over Bro. there. Uh, they, I don't. I don't think he fits into their system, and he's gonna fall out with uh, with Oliver Kahn and oh, of course uh, in, in in freaking two years of time. Course, so yeah. that's just his way. But he's um, like he's like another Mourinho. Yeah, he's like another Mourinho, <laughs> and and I think good managers or top managers uh, operate that way. Yeah, they're yeah. just that they just are that difficult to work with because mm-hmm. their standards are high and they're the things that they want are very like picky yeah. compared to other managers who are like, hey, I can make it work, but Absolutely. I'm not going to win you the the, the league, mm-hmm. but just put me in there. But um, yeah, Graven Burke came up and he said uh, how he's not getting minutes and he's not playing. And I just was like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> Look, there were so many teams that were looking at you at the time. Why, Why go to Bayern go Munich? Why don't you go to these other teams that are just a step before Bayern? Exactly. You give you give three years to Manchester United, for example, mm-hmm. then go to Bayern. Yeah. Like, go to Bayern when you're ready. Like, do a Modric. Modric went to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Then went to Real Madrid. Like, those are the kind of uh, career arcs, like Casemiro with uh, Porto, mm-hmm. Real Madrid. Um, Cruz, even, uh, with Bayern, yeah. Real Madrid. Right? Like... That, those are the career paths that you need, in my opinion, to follow. Mm-hmm. Frankie De Jong with Ajax. Yeah. And not just like Ajax, like, you know, he was the guy yeah. in Ajax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next minute, he's in Barca. Mm-hmm. So, Graven Burke, in my opinion, just... He needs, he needs sh- a stepping stone. Yeah, shut it up, kid. Yeah, shut it up and just <laughs> fucking, like, suck it up and do your job. Like, yeah. you know, help the team, try to win games. Um and oh and, and and as a sub or as a bench warmer, mm-hmm. and then your time will come. And I think Julian Nagelsmann probably needs to take a risk on him, mm-hmm. um, because he's just not working right now for his group. He's gonna get the sack if he doesn't start getting results. Yeah, th- this team creates so much damn chances. They just need to finish, and they don't have a finisher. Yes, right? there's rumors of Ronaldo being looked at again. They gotta stop that. But yeah. <laughs> I, I think the striker they should go for, just like kind of what they did with the lick, they need to do it with uh, Osiman. 
Yeah, why not? But but the problem is Bayern don't pay that type of money for those type of players. They they are looking for a deal right now. Yeah, of course. They're easily. looking for a steal with somebody. Easily. They should go for Ivan Tony. Why not? You nah, never I'm know. Just, I'm just fucking kidding, man. You never know. <laughs> Who knows? Yo, you take Ivan Tony and you put him in that system, he's gonna score goals. The, right? Well But that, the only thing the only what I've noticed with Bayern is they don't shoot. Bro, they hesitate. They're like Sterling, but the 11, 11 players how do they have, like that. How do they like have Leroy Sané and Sadio Mane and they're not shooting? I'm telling and you. And Serge Gnabry. It's crazy because Leroy Sané will take the ball. You either try to shoot it, you fake it, pass the ball off. Mm. Then they'll be in the box. Thomas Muller doesn't shoot. All he does is fake, pass the ball. If you see the, if you saw the game against Barca against uh, Bayern Munich, you would have mm. been like, well, these guys could have scored like six, seven goals. Interesting. So, you know who they need now as their uh, shooting coach? Who? Ole. <laughs> That's his MO. Shoot, the shoot. Sh- haven't you seen that video on YouTube with no. Carter? Shoot the ball, shoot. I haven't seen it. That's his training uh, regimen, shoot. Yeah, but uh, do you think do you think Nagelsmann is going to get fired? Because uh, it, it seems like the board actually wants Thomas Tuchel. No, I don't think he's going to get fired. I think he's going to be fine, to be honest. I don't think he's going to get fired. But you do know if they if they tie or they lose one more game. Yeah, he's going to... Look, if he gets the sack, that's another good manager that's out there. Look, I yeah. love whenever good managers are out there. So, see, Chelsea should have waited. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I love whenever good managers are out there because it forces other managers to perk up mm-hmm. and behave. Yeah. Right? There's still some good managers that people haven't touched. Ernesto Valverde. Yeah. They haven't touched him. Mm-hmm. Um, Luis Enrique Luis Enrique was in Spain, Spain yeah. yeah. Uh, Julian Lopetegui actually just got fired by, by Sevilla no way yeah way um, I think so I might be talking bullshit but I'm pretty sure he got the sack um, so there's some good managers out there that are available that people just need to perk up and just do better by like yeah but know. but you know they always people always uh, most of these clubs are looking well what fits their profile right yeah what fits their profile <laughs> but I think that's just all bullshit man look what fits your fucking profile look get rid of shit players man yeah start <laughs> off with that number one yeah and then get good players in yeah then that fits your fucking profile like that's oh, the first and, uh, fucking start. The 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 jokes right now on, on uh, Sadio Mane are just ridiculous, especially from the ones who were like, <laughs> Mane needed to go from Liverpool, right? The memes mm. that are popping up. Well, why? Like, I don't get it. Like, they beat Barca. They're yeah. struggling in their league because in their league, they're playing against teams that park the fucking bus. They have some. They don't have their 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 number one striker. Their number one striker was in Barca, and they fucking beat him mm-hmm. to show everybody like, look. This is what we're dealing with. Yeah. When you go, when you when you're a top team and you're playing against shite, mm-hmm. those shite teams will fucking shite you. Like for example, <laughs> they'll bring uh, down uh, your level. Yeah, they'll bring it down to your level. It's like the Mashirano uh, statement. Yeah, uh, Nigeria are so disorganized. They disorganize <laughs> us anytime they play. That's like I I and I saw that today. Today, like we were playing against our top tier team. Yeah. Um, the kids I was coaching, and. My team, these guys don't fucking have any sense of positioning. They don't mm-hmm. have any sense of direction. Yeah. Okay, they kind of do. But they're U10s. They don't know too much. Yeah. But in the higher tier U10s, fucking they know how possession. Mm-hmm. They know how to position themselves right. One touch passing. Yeah. They're not crumped up all of, But all of a sudden, they were struggling against my team. My team was hitting them on the counter every time. They were up 1-0. We tied 1-1. Then I put in my kind of like the B squad. Yeah. And then we lost 3-1. Mm-hmm. But... 
what I watched was as soon as we started like really fucking fucking them up mm-hmm. was how disorganized we were. Yeah. Because this team is so organized, they were shocked to see like five people pressing one dude. <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands Netherlands <laughs> yeah, in the 1980 yeah, pressing yeah. they were shocked they were like one kid was like he has the ball yeah. these other teams are in acres of space to move the ball mm-hmm. five dudes just pressed them <laughs> he couldn't believe it he was like are you fucking kidding me unbelievable uh, unbelievable <laughs> and then the next minute we collected the ball and then we were running at their own net. They were like, what the? They were shocked. And this is a better team. Yeah. They, they know how to spread out. They know how to move the ball well. Right. But then they were just shocked at how fucking weird our our style of play was. Mm-hmm. That they just could not believe it. Yeah. So this is the thing, man. Like, um, when you go to when you go to that league uh, and you're playing against shy teams, they just start fucking shining all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't fucking know. How, I don't have an answer to this. Yeah. And that's what's happening to Bayern right now. Mm. We'll find out. Let's see what happens after the international break is done. Cool. We're going to go over to Syria because Syria, look, I, I'm very bad for this. I love uh, watching this league, but I don't fucking know the standards. And you know the worst part? The league is horrible on TV. <laughs> so this is what kills Syria. Yeah. The Premier League is like EA Sports. Yeah. Right? They fucking, the presentation, the review, the way they talk about it, it's like, they're making love to a woman. That's the way they fucking talk about football in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. The Italians here at League on football, they show you the games. Okay, we're logging off. Have mm-hmm. a great day, guys. <laughs> they don't tell you anything about like what's happening. They don't tell you who's on top. They don't yeah. tell you who's on the bottom. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you how how high the stakes are. Only the commentator. And sometimes I actually don't watch with the comment the, the commentary. I like turn it off. I'm doing something else. I think you know, I think they do it if you're in uh, if you're in Italy. Like, yeah, of course, like, immediately. But like, but that's what I'm saying. The 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 coverage. Mm-hmm. That's what I think kills this league. Yeah, yeah. Is the coverage of it. Yeah. This because, league because right now is the funnest it, league right now. Yeah. Look at who's on top. Yeah. Napoli, Napoli is number one. Atlanta, Atlanta is second. second. Udinese, Lazio is fourth. Yeah. This thing and will this, this thing will sweep around. Things will happen. Mm-hmm. But people don't know this. And when people, or people know it, when they look, they're like, Napoli and Atalanta, what the fuck, whatever happened to Juventus, yeah. whatever happened, because they don't Juventus watch the league. But I'm place. telling you, if they gave it just the, a little sliver of presentation mm-hmm. that is given to the Premier League, yeah. people will start to pay attention. Right. That's absolutely true. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we, we I watched, uh, real quick, real quick to chat about, I watched the Napoli against the uh, Milan game, mm-hmm. classic game. Uh, Napoli scored penalty. Like first half, nothing really happened, but Milan were all over them. Mm-hmm. Milan were absolutely all over this team. They were playing very well. Good passing, good movement, genuine yeah. chances created. My boy, the greatest left back right now on the planet, Theo Hernandez, was just doing his thing. Um, and Napoli scored. They got a they mm-hmm. got a shit penalty, and then they popped it in the net. Um, it was. Uh, Sergino Dest of all people which I was actually surprised because he uh, Sergino Dest came from Barcelona I think that he would have been a very good backup to Dalot um, or competed with Dalot for the position as right back Mm -hmm. Um, but United never went in for him yeah yeah but um, he came on they didn't put the official bid yeah yeah, he came on and they they I think Milan lost the edge when they lost their uh captain Calabria. Mm-hmm. Um I think he got injured so they subbed him off uh, at halftime or yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure it was. Um and all of a sudden 
Sajuna Dust came in, made a big mistake. He mm-hmm. was kind of he was marking. I can't remember the, this guy's name. He's a Georgian player from Napoli, Vara something. Um, and uh, he was marking him, and he like our, our first viewing, it looked like okay, you know what? This is not really a penalty. It's not a foul. Mm-hmm. Carry on corner kick. But no, he actually went through the player's leg and hit his leg, and that. You know, uh, yeah, kick the ball out. So I was like, ah, it's a bit naive from him on this mm-hmm. part. He, he first of all got uh, caught cheating, um, and because of that, he was out of position. Yeah, and that forced him to make a tackle from behind, leading to the penalty. So, mm-hmm. not I mean, not the not the best debut that he wanted. Yeah, they were already they were down one. The next Matthew Hernandez came in bombing from the left bang. Put the ball through Giroud Bango. Mm-hmm. Um, that boy is just, he's a phenomenal player. Oh, very, yeah. very phenomenal player. Right. Uh, in this game, though, uh, uh, these guys, uh, Napoli was missing uh, Vito Simen due to injury, mm-hmm. and uh, Milan were losing uh, Rafael, Rafael de Leal due to injury. So some key players were out injured, mm-hmm. but it was a spectacle nonetheless. And Napoli still hanging on, doing the best that they could, counterattacking, creating chances whenever they could. Right. Um, and then they got the the the, the go ahead go through uh, Simeone. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name. G sir. is it Gerard Gio- Simeone? Giovanni. Oh, Giovanni Simeone, uh, Diego's boy. Yeah. Um, and uh, bang, you know, cross header, goal, two one, game mm-hmm. over. Milan were still pushing. They brought in a couple of players in there. Messi asked that Corey doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Corey, by the way. I don't know if you're going to listen this far into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they brought in Messi asked that, uh, yeah, Corey does not like him at all. Um, Corey Thung? Uh, Corey Thung, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they they got in a couple of other guys. They just did not have to depth. And this is what I think is going to impact Milan this season. Yeah. They don't have good backups to some of their their quality players mm. at their starting line. That's why they were trying to buy players earlier in that uh, summer transfer window. Yeah, they were trying to buy players earlier because yeah. they knew we have to get them in for like... They don't have money either. Yeah, yeah. So, meanwhile, the Premier League is spending billions and billions of pounds. Mm-hmm. The the Italian league is spending like fifty million euros. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's a joke. Like so... <laughs> Um, and I still think, and I still think Italians put up like some fun, fun-filled football. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, it's very, very technical, very strategically uh, aligned with what they're really trying to do, right? And I, I, I would say it's, uh, some physicality too, and aggressive. Uh, no, no, no aggressive they, they, di- they dive a lot. Well, I, was, I will say, uh, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, they dive a lot. A lot of a lot of teams dive. Yeah, they love teams. Yeah. A modern game, but yeah. I, I would say they're much more like strategic. It's a lot more slower. So you can see what they're trying to do. You can see, okay, you know, when we get into phase three mm-hmm. um, of play, you know, we're we're trying to uh, get our fullbacks bombing forward, high up in the line. You know, we have our midfielders, you know, who are uh, giving us the numerical advantage in the in the uh, in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. They, like you can see what they're trying to do because they really do a lot of work um, in limiting transitions. Yeah, they limit a lot of transitions mm-hmm. in their game. Um, unlike the Premier League, where transitions is king. Yeah, yeah, they go in. Yep, they go in. It's extra hard. But uh, I was watching Udinese and uh, Inter. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, that was an early game. It was early morning, and um, Inter went up. Nicola Barella with a free kick. Oh, Nico, my boy. Yeah, he scored first, and then after that, it was like they were still playing, but Udinese just became. They just grew so much into the game. 
And by the time after Skriniar's own goal on the twenty second uh, minute, no, yeah, then uh, very yeah, freak on goal. But mm. after that, it was like pretty much like um, they 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 waited. The game kept flowing. It kept flowing. It was like one one all the way to like the eighty fourth minute. Then Udinese scored, mm. and then mm. like four or five minutes after that, Udinese scored again, and then they just ended it three one. Mm. Yeah, it was a, what, it was what, a very what, good game. Udinese are all about the counterattacks. Yeah. They have Gerard de Lefeu, if you guys don't remember him. He was with Everton. He was a Wofford. Very mm-hmm. tricky, pacey winger. But just uh uh he he lacked very he, he lacked good decision making. Mm-hmm. Um and then they also have Pereira, who was also with Watford, um, another shy player that uh, you know lacked good decision making, but was rapid. Mm-hmm. You know they, these boys will just run you down. They will. They have a lot of pace, but their decision making were just absolutely woeful in the final third. Mm-hmm. So Udinese, they have that benefit. When you attack them, you're gonna leave space behind, and they are gonna take advantage of it. So if they get lucky by an own goal to kind of kick them off, then they work off that momentum and the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, they also got that Nigerian kid you were mentioning. What's his name? Isaac or something? I don't no, know. Destiny Odoji. Odoji. And then there's also Isaac Success there. Yeah, Isaac Success too is also yeah. there. Another useless player that played with Watford. Um, I'm pretty sure fucking Udinese is owned by Watford owners. Um, I heard something. Club. I think I heard something like that. Like they are owned. And that's why like a lot of players are transferred mm-hmm. from either Udinese to Watford, Watford or Watford, Watford to Udinese. Udinese. This is some weird scheme, but um, they almost that would be pretty cool if it was. They're almost like the Wolves or the RB Leipzig's of the world, where like you know they have the, they pool their talent pool from a specific region, yeah, or they have multiple clubs that they you know connect with and they utilize that. Um, anyway, the well, right now they are joint tied for first place. So yeah, um, they they're not a good fucking team. Look, I I I think over the long term. The highest you're gonna see them finishes for. Now, the one thing though, Udinese does have his soft spot in my heart. Mm. Why? Alexis Sanchez used to play there when I used to like Alexis Sanchez. He used oh, to yeah. play for Udinese, and another person I used to play for Udinese was my boy Di Natale. Oh my goodness! Um, when I used to follow the Italian league quite quite a lot, Di Natale was my boy. So they kind of have a soft spot from uh, on my on my part. But I just I don't know when I yeah. see guys like Gerard Delfort, the guy has such a shit face, and he just. <laughs> So bad in uh, the, the way he approaches football. Um, t- talented player, yeah, but bad with the way he just decisions and all that. I'm, I'm just does, not. A, I'm not a big things, fan of him. He, he does things very different. Uh, not he does things very. Way. He just does things very stupidly. Like mm-hmm. when you've done all the hard work, you've gone into the final third. Now finish the finish the job. No, no, I'm gonna pass no, the ball. Not, no, not even I'm gonna pass the ball. <laughs> pass the ball. No, 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 no. I'm gonna take the weird dribble, try to go all by myself and finish it off. Mm. And he used to play with Barca, I think. Yeah, yeah. He, so yeah, he was you can tell why, like, if you he didn't fit them. the. Uh, Barca Academy, like mm-hmm. what you're all about, right? And then uh, <clears throat> Roma lost to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah Paulo Dybala didn't was not even oh, on man. the line. They the missed. They there. missed Paulo Dybala. Was it? Did he get injured? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. there we go. There we go. There I we said go. it. What did I say before the season started? Mm-hmm. Paulo Dybala is Mister Injury Prone. This so guy. How long, how long is he gone now? This, I don't know how long, but this guy. All you need. All you freaking need is to breathe on him 
and hmm. he will break. Yeah. <laughs> that is just uh, that is the reality. Yeah. I I know you love him and I like the way he plays. Mm-hmm. He has blown me out of the water for Roma. And some of the times when I watch, I'm like, I'm watching for Paulo. Yeah. He is that he fucking is that fucking good. He's Mr. Silky. Mm-hmm. He is ooh. Yeah. And him and him and Tammy mix so well together. Oh yeah, they connect so well. Yeah. But right now he he had to deal with Zaniolo with him t- this time. Zaniolo was very wasteful this game. I yeah. was um I wasn't but happy with he's him. Been, he's been he just came back from an injury, did he not? Yeah, like I think it was like a shoulder thing, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So he came back from it. But so he's uh, a little bit uh, yeah, not, not sharp. He needs he needs some work. Like this is my thing, right, with the Italians, right? Like when they're this young, they're good, they're mm-hmm. vibrant. Um get them in the gym. You know, they, they just seem to have everything ready to go for them. And then they just miss games. Federico Chiesa is another one. He's missing games after games. Like he's injured, big injuries. So there's just something like that's happening with these players that, you know, really isn't, isn't working for them or maybe the style of play that they employ. Yeah. uh, Maybe they're too aggressive. I don't know. But then if this is too aggressive, then it needs to be up to their doctors and everybody to prepare them for that. Yeah. They need to, yeah, they need to be prepared for that. Good, good regimen. This Um, is why, this was where I really like what Chelsea is starting to do now. Chelsea is bringing data into their game. So, they will use data to kind of prepare and like prepare but for a lot, matches. A lot of a lot of people a lot of people do use data. I yeah. just I just think that for these players, they need to do better. Like so, like for example, we're watching Moise Kian do resistance bands, right? Yeah. Come on, guys! Like I know you want to use it to warm him up. Just make sure he's really fucking doing his like uh, strength training, yeah. which I think prevents a lot of injuries. Absolutely, and proper strength training, like build your quads mm-hmm. right, build your your hamstrings right, build yeah. your your calf muscles right. Mm-hmm. These will help prevent in knee injuries, uh, ankle injuries, um, and reduce uh, the likelihood of muscle uh, muscle problems. problems yeah. So the and obviously the yoga, the rest. Uh, all those things come into play. The dieting, mm-hmm. they really need to be on top of it. Um, but I, it just pains me because because they just look off. And but Zaniolo, anyway, he he did not impress me this game. I yeah. there were some things I was watching. I was just like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Um, they just looked off. Yeah. They needed Dybala to be helping them in the final third. Look yeah. up, look at Pellegrini would uh, try his best. I think they hit the post a couple of times yeah, too. Yeah, Tammy also had a couple of chances. Yes, too. Tammy had a very good chance, and, and I he just, just, oh he just man, skimmed it on the left side. And... I'm rooting for that kid, man, because yeah. I love when kids travel. I yeah. want I English players don't travel enough. Italian mm-hmm. players don't travel enough. I love when these guys. Go out of their comfort zone and and go to different countries and do do things. Absolutely, Germans you see them almost everywhere now. Spanish players they fly over the world. Mm-hmm. Portuguese players they're all over the world. Mm-hmm. You can say okay, it's the nature. Maybe their leagues are not the greatest, but they're they're all over. French players, yeah. right? Like there's got to be more diversity. Season travel, right? So I want to see like guys like Tommy Abraham take the risk. And it works well for him. Like mm-hmm. Smalling for him, it paid off. Yeah, Tommy Abraham is doing it. I would love to see more English players do it. And if he, if he's successful there, the yeah. Roman, the Roman fans will absolutely love you. Yeah, right. That that game was yeah, sold out. You, yeah. It was. I was so hurt because I was just like, 
I'm not even wanting them to win because I love the way I love Roma. I love Totti and yeah, all of that, yeah. right? I don't, I don't, I don't even want them. I don't want, I don't want them to win for that. Mm-hmm. I want them to win because of that many fans. Remember when we went to to Rome oh, and we watched the, the game? Stadium, yeah, Roma yeah. against Carpi. Look, I just want them to do that, like for the fans, because when we went there, the fan, the fans didn't feel the stadium. Yeah, this game was sold the fuck out. Yeah, this game was packed. And and Roma played well; they mm-hmm. were fighting, but no end product. Yeah, no fucking end product. And Tommy missed a big chance, and oh, I yeah. think that if he, he has scored, if he, he have, if he has scored those, oh my god. Yeah. Right. So. Absolutely. Um, and Atalanta, by the way, they didn't give any anything too much. They didn't give anything. No, 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 away, no, no. So. no. They, that's why. Yeah. So they needed to bury their chances when it came. But yeah. that's they, something they, they, they scored on. I think their first shot. Yeah. The rest it was. It's just like, ah, oh, man. Gasparini, you know. he back. Yeah. And and another thing too that we 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 shouldn't forget. Uh, Mourinho got a red card. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it so was beefing was, uh, with the ref, and so now he's out against the game against oh, uh, AC Milan next oh, week. Oh my right? God, what is this guy doing? Oh the fuck! Oh, oh yeah. is it Inter? Is it AC or Inter? I don't know. Don't I, I don't know. I haven't looked at the lineup, but um, I'm ready for that game. But I'm just not. I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. I pro- I probably should connect with Corey see if he wants to come over. If I can come over and can go watch. Uh, if it's against Milan, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be nice to kind of you know watch out with him. Yeah, absolutely. But uh. What else happened? La Liga, Real Madrid beat uh, Atleti 2-1. Yeah. the Madrid Derby. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Uh, because of Simeone and his football, man. Oh, man. He needs to stop this shit, bro. No, he will never. Why would you... Look, the guy won... He, he, the guy... He has just killed Jao Felix, man. I don't... Look, okay, 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 look. I love Jao Felix, right? I love Jao Felix, but that's on Jao Felix, man. To begin the project. I, I don't care what it is. If you're not happy with that manager, do everything in your power to get out. You can get out on loan. You yeah. can get out on a trade. You can get out on something. Do whatever it takes. Says, look, I'm not showing up to practice. Find me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys, okay, I'm not showing up for six months. Take my, gouge, gouge my wages. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say that that's what they should do, but that's on the kid, man. You have to be able to take those things take those risks for yeah. your career you have to be able to do that yeah there's not the manager's not the manager does not have to accommodate you you have to accommodate him yeah if he tells you to sit back and park the fucking bus stay on a two striker system do it i feel like i feel like when ja was was picking this project it was it was kind of messed up because at this point atleti was playing attacking football Right, what right. attacking football? Where Atletico? No, no, no. They that, were not. They were not. Atletico has never played attacking. Please no, don't. No, 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 no. no, no. no. There, there was there was a time. Uh, there was a time. No, where no, was no, no. You you've got it all twisted, football. bro. They have never played attacking football under Diego Simeone. Their system is clear cut as night and day. We shall sit in the back. We shall park the bus. But that's what we I'm will saying, never there was, surrender. There was a time we will. Doing that. We we will. We will put twenty <laughs> men behind the ball, including the fans, to add on top of it. We will do whatever it takes so that you do not fucking find any space on our fucking back post. You will never <laughs> score a single goal against us. Zero zero is our mantra. Like this is the fucking thing with Diego Simeone. If we score one, blessings. If we score two, thank God. If we score three, wow, this is a lucky day. Look, they literally do not play anything known to man that is attacking. 
They sit back and counter your fucking ass to death. And that is their system. That is what they do. Okay? That's on Felix. You know what Diego Simeone has done. He has won how many leagues with that? <laughs> right? He Why does he need to cater to you? Yeah, yeah, Why does he need to cater to that? that? Remember, we just talked about this. Mm-hmm. Managers who win things. Diego Simeone has won things. Mm-hmm. He's done it his way. And everybody shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he's done it his fucking way. We can all cry about it because when we fucking, when they play against us, it irritates the fuck out of us. When United are playing against him, what is happening? They're throwing him bottles when he's running away. Look, the reality of the whole situation is he has won things using that system. system yeah. Stop fucking crying and adapt to him. Mm-hmm. He, he would not adapt to you. Yeah. So, I, he, he's adapted, but I still feel like Jao is not the guy to sit back, man. Well, then, then Jao, if you're not the guy to sit back, then get the fuck out. Right? Like, if you're not a part... Like, if you're not... If you cannot adapt to the manager stuff, get the hell out. Look, I always talk about the psychology of the player. I back players a lot. You know mm-hmm. me. I always give players the benefit of a doubt because it's not as easy, like, you know, trying to really get what the, the manager wants. And sometimes managers are, like, conniving yeah. and, and, and malicious and they try to do things because they're trying to protect their neck. Yeah. Fine, I get it. But at the same time, when you have a title-winning manager... Mm-hmm. In a team that in a league that's dominated by Barca and Real, look, those in my opinion are two of the best teams in the world, man. You know, except mm-hmm. maybe for Manchester City here and there, Real Madrid are the tra- current Champions League, league winners mm-hmm. and champions of Europe, and they've won it five times in the last fucking seven years. Yeah, right, eight years. So, who are you guys to tell me uh, that a manager who has kind of broken? The yoke, yeah. broken that, you know, uh, has broken through and secured something for his own team when other people has been failing. Who are you to tell me that this guy should change his ways for this one player? That's true. Absolutely. Respect Simeone, man. Respect Simeone. Oh, I, I respect Simeone. Yeah, so don't... So don't... What, 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 what do you feel? If Jao Felix was in the Prem right now, right, as one of the strikers, could he compete with Haaland? Jao Felix cannot complete, compete with Haaland. Haaland is a freaking... Haaland is the best, in my opinion, the best striker in the world right now. But at some point, Jao was also that. Jao was never the best striker at, at any point. Not in, not in the world. Like, at some point, Jao was that guy, like, from, ja- the, from the young generation. Jao, Jao maybe was, like, the best young prospect yeah, at yeah. some point, but he was never the best. Jao is not even... I don't think Jao is a striker. I think a lot of people are misinterpreting what his role is. I think Jao, whenever I watch him play, is either an, an attacking midfielder or a second striker. When he was in Benfica and scoring he's, all those goals, he was a second striker? I don't I don't know if he was a second striker in Benfica, but it, it, in my eyes, when I watch him play, mm-hmm. like he's not an out and out striker. You put the ball to that boy, man. Fuck you you put even you put uh what do they call him? Ruben Diaz on his ass and Let's see if he's going to find space. You put a uh, freaking, uh, fuck, Lissandro Martinez, the butcher, mm-hmm. on him. And let's see if he's going to find space. He will not find any space. Against players like that, he will not get anywhere. Yeah, Jao Felix, in my opinion, is a guy that operates under the guy that is in front of him. Mm-hmm. He op- operates under that. And, and with that, he can create opportunities. Yeah, He can create chat. He can create chances uh, for the strikers, or he can take them. But as an out-and-out striker, nah. Jao ain't that guy. 
He's not that guy. Um, he he doesn't hold up very well. He moves very well, mm-hmm. but he doesn't hold up very well. I almost feel like City, if City collected a guy like him, Pep would know how to like open his brain, his attacking brain in the mm. final third, and he would score buckets of goals. But but uh, Pep can do that with a lot uh, of people. Yeah, he can. But but um, if if you if if he's willing to suffer, that is, yeah. and willing to fall suffer for for the sake of the uh, the, the team. Mm-hmm. But if he's on a team like uh, Diego Simeones, he just needs to just shut his mouth up and park the fucking bus with them with the rest of the team. That's the that's the style. That's the style. Yeah, that's the style. Counter attack, and honestly, that in itself is also not bad. Mm-hmm. Why? Because brilliant footballers actually don't mind counter attacking. You know why? Because they get a lot of space, space in behind. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're, a guy his age should be should be able should be able to maintain rapidness speed mm-hmm. he's what 21 22 yeah still pretty the, damn young fucking hell man you're good bro you can get out of the there the too. world is your oyster so sit back park let them lump the ball over to you mm-hmm. j- jump into the empty space and create chances yeah that is what you should do and it should be easier because you don't have people multiple people who are sitting behind the ball you have lots of space for you to work with. A guy like Jao right now in Manchester United, would he succeed? I don't know because uh, I don't know what Ten Hag is doing. Mm. Um, I don't think I don't think Jao would succeed on a team that hasn't identified what it wants. I think Jao would fit a team that has finally identified what it wants and finally identified like, hey, this is how we want it. This is how we're going to do it. And we do not lack conviction on this because it's gaining results on, mm-hmm. on for us. If you bring him now to a team like this, he'll be lost because United have not we have not found ourselves. Good point. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. I think we're pushing it pretty late here. Um Yeah, we've got uh, we're all the way to an hour thirty. Uh, I don't even know if any person is going to listen this far, but if any person <laughs> listens this far, uh, thank you. you know, thank you. Please uh, add us a podcast CBF and just let us know what was the last thing we talked about. Because um, <laughs> we know you lie. Because we know you guys are lying. No, no, no. But uh, thanks everybody for listening to the show. Azim, um, Azim's definitely going to listen to all of it. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, hope he does. It'll be nice. It'll he, be always, nice he, always, he always sends me a, 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 what do you call it? A, a snippet. Yeah, he sends me a... a a picture on Snap, yeah, of him like listening to the. No, he's he's our biggest focus. fan. I'm I'm a fan of the guy, man, yeah. and I just want to say thanks to Zim a lot. Like, really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, and uh, you don't have to do any of this stuff. Love the recognition you're showing us, man. If you lasted this long, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And for any other person that lasted this long, we also appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Yes, thanks, guys. Ciao. Cheers.